Welcome to Wild Tater, the food forest podcast. I'm Charles Hathaway, and today we're going to talk about the Washington hawthorn, Crataegus phenopyrum. Phenopyrum. I hope I'm saying that right. This is an understory layer tree that grows in cold hardiness zones 4 to 8, so it can withstand cold to uh, negative 30 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 34 degrees Celsius. Its uh, soil pH is really a wide range of soil pHs. It can go from 5.0 to 8.0. And likewise, its watering needs, while they're listed as medium, that's mostly because it's so versatile in its watering needs. You can, it can be in both wet soils and in rather dry soils. Uh, obviously there's going to need to be some time to get established and, and so forth, but uh, once it's established it can take drought just fine, it can take wet soils just fine. So it's, and, and then of course with the soil pH is pretty much what it's sitting in, it's not too concerned about, you might say. So this could be a really good one for food forests where um, soil is a difficulty for whatever reason. Its blooming season is from mid-spring into summer. The harvest season starts in the fall, but it can be harvested all winter. The fruiting age, so the age before you'll start getting fruit, is about five to eight years. Now this is one place that um, Hawthorne has a little bit of a disadvantage. It does take longer to start growing fruit. But once it does, it, it sticks around for a long time, which we'll talk about. For pollination for fruit, which obviously you're going to want, hawthorne berries, which is the great edible about them, um, you only need one hawthorn to grow fruit. However, um, they will grow significantly more fruit if there is another variety or a seeded hawthorn, which means, you know, anytime that you have, and I've said this before, I'll keep saying it because it's a point that I did not realize until just the last couple of years, that having a plant grow from seed makes it genetically a unique variety to all other um, trees of its species. <clears throat> so, if you have two hawthorn seeds that you grow up from seed, then they will pollinate each other. If you know, and again, there's going to be you have to watch the things like the bloom time and so forth. But these are going, like I said, from from spring all the way into summer. They're they're kind of a uh, a long term uh, blooming thing. So I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. So even if you're getting all your hawthorns from one source. If they are all identical trees, they'll probably do great because they are self-fertile. If you get one tree to grow from seed, it will be an additional variety, which will make all the rest go nuts with, uh, with berries. So anyway, um, so you can do it with just one, but the more the merrier. Their size at maturity is 25 to 30 feet tall and wide, which is 7.5 to 9 meters tall and wide. So these are like mature, I'm, I'm sorry, not mature, but uh, some of the older variety apple trees that this is, and they are a cousin of the apple tree, which, which explains some things, but, uh, and because of that, sometimes they're confused with crab apples, but they're not crab apples. Um, they have some similar uses and so forth, but uh, 
unique flavor, unique, you know, um, things that you can do with them and so forth, as well as their versatility. And let's not forget their thorns. <laughs> their sun needs are also rather versatile. They uh, prefer full sun, <coughs> excuse me, but they can do part shade. Um, you might say that they, with their soil and sun and water needs being so, you know, just so many options, they, it, it makes it so their preferred habitat is, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell what they would prefer because they're happy to grow in forests and savannas and thickets along fence rows and woodland borders. Um, you know, if you can get these things established, they're just going to thrive wherever they're growing. Now, there are obviously exceptions to that, but even there, even if you are in a place with really high air pollution, they're very tolerant of, of air pollution. And so there's something that is a great option for really just hardcore areas that are hard to grow much of anything. This is something you may want to try. As for a growth rate, they have medium vigor. So they'll grow uh, one to two feet a year, or, you know, around half a meter uh, per year if they're, you know, if they're healthy. Um, their reproductive rate. This is interesting with how incredibly hardy they are. You would expect them to be really aggressive, uh, uh, really heavy reproducers, but they're, they're, mo they're moderate uh, reproducers. They do grow fairly easy from seed and they do sometimes grow up from from their roots but not aggressively so it's not like you're gonna have to be constantly you know hacking away at, at the extras if you're only wanting militantly wanting one tree you know it, it's not something you're gonna have to worry about too much they're kind of like apples that way it, it's not hard to get them to grow from seed but it's not like you're constantly mowing them down because they're just so eager to go like you might have with something like a raspberry that is growing from those rhizomes and so forth. Anyway, um, yeah, so you don't have to worry about them being too aggressive, but if you want them to grow around, it's not too hard to get them to grow from seed. Just take some of those seeds out, which you're supposed to take out before eating anyway, and throw them where you would like more hawthorns and you will get more hawthorns. Their average lifespan is 50 to 150 years which is pretty cool actually. They, they are like apples that way. And their plant family, um, being in the apple family, they are in the rosaceae family, the rose family. Okay, let's talk a little bit about eating hawthorns. They are usually described, if you pick them, harvest them at the right time, um, they're described as sweet, mild, and delicious. Though a little dry in their texture, they're sweet, mild, and delicious. Now, as far as getting them at the right time, I have not eaten them myself yet. I, I suspect by the time a year has passed, I will have eaten many, and I will be able to fill you in in more detail what they taste like, what the experience is like, and when to harvest and all that. For now, I have to go with what I can find of what people have reported, which is that um, they do good after a frost. So they will start being ripe about mid-autumn. And at that time, go ahead and eat them. They're great. Some people take them a little early and then they, they 
say that they're a little too tart, a little too mealy. Um, but as, as the year goes on, they get sweeter. And, um, and, and here's the trick that I'm, I'm kind of gathering from what people have said, is that the trick is patience. Because these little fruits, these little berries, will be on the tree all winter. They don't fall off like uh, most berries do eventually. Hawthorns will just stay on and and continue to get frosted. And, you know, they they will obviously change texture a little bit over time. But, uh, but you can continue to harvest them well into winter. So it's not like you have to hurry and get them. Unless, of course, you have crazy bird problems. <laughs> and I hate to call birds problems ever, but... Uh, as far as berries are concerned, they they can be very excitable about eating your berries. So, if you can beat the birds to them, or if they if you can manage to get the birds to leave them on the line into a couple of frosts, maybe after the first snow, something like that, then you're really going to enjoy these hawthorn berries. That seems to be kind of the peak time there. Um, as for how to eat them, okay, there's a number of ways. Let me just say, both as the caution for the hawthorn, as well as the, uh, as well as preparation, how to prepare them. You don't want to eat the seeds. They're like apples, and like apples, they have that hydrogen cyanide in the seed, which is not going to hurt you if you eat one or two berries worth it's you won't even notice anything but if you're eating these in quantity um, you're not going to want to eat the seeds um, I recommend just either biting around the seed or or splitting them open because my understanding is they'll have up to about five seeds in them and they're clumped together and kind of hold together so it's not hard to to tear it open and take the clump of seeds out almost like you're pitting a cherry it's kind of like taking a cherry pit that's what I gather and so it's not hard to get the seeds out so you don't have to worry about that and then once the seeds are out you know you can pop it in and eat it you can uh, cook them you can um, there's all kinds of recipes which are kind of fun the, if you just look up hawthorn recipes the uh, particular variety, which is Washington for these, will work for, with any other kind of hawthorn. Um, what, for example, I have heard of hawthorn jam, very common. Hawthorn tea, also very common. Also, hawthorn muffins and hawthorn, I think I saw a uh, minced meat, hawthorn minced meat with rosehip something or other. I mean, there's there's all kinds of things out there for these. So just look up Hawthorne recipes. We put some in our on our Pinterest board. Um, and in case you're thinking this, this is some, you know, strangely new discovered fruit, um, it is not. These have been eaten by by people around the world for thousands of years. They're, they've, they've probably only lost popularity in the last maybe 100 years or so. Prior to that, they were eaten constantly by people. Um, the Hoth Washington hawthorn that we are talking about is native to the eastern United States. And so probably Native Americans ate them um, throughout their history. I mean, they're a great fruit. And one more mention about eating them is they are actually a very good health food. Um, they're very good for the heart. 
They're, they aid in lowering blood pressure. So if you have blood pressure issues, you might want to get a hawthorn and enjoy the fruits um, because that is something that is a, a benefit uh, that you can get from them. Often it's, it's prepared in that way as teas or, you know, eaten as dried fruits in, you know, maybe like a, a trail mix kind of a thing um, by drying the fruit so forth. I will give one other caution around the hawthorn, and that is the thorns. They have these big, long thorns that stick out. They are not like rose bushes where they're everywhere. They're, you know, you might find them once every foot or something. So it's not like they're hard to harvest. You, you just don't want to get too overly um, ambitious and, and be reaching in and, ouch, you know, get, get a stab because you were not paying attention. So, you know, Watch the thorns, um, spit out the seeds, or cook them. I mean, I gather from what I read from many sources that hydrogen cyanide seed type things, usually when they're cooked, it removes most of that hydrogen cyanide. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Uh, I should look that up. But, um, but it does take care of most of the hydrogen cyanide. So if you see some where they're... they're cooking the berries and not taking the seeds out. That's probably why. If, however, they are not cooking the berries, I do recommend spitting out or, or removing the seeds ahead of time. Anyway, I highly recommend a ha the hawthorn, various kinds of hawthorn, specifically this we're talking about today is the Washington hawthorn. Go get yourself a hawthorn, and thank you again for listening.